When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass Carson Wentz and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> Welcome to the NFC East Feast Wild Card Weekend Playoff Spectacular. We are so excited to have both the Eagles and the Cowboys, Cowboys representing the East. Unfortunately, the Giants and the football team will be watching the postseason like all of us. Um, the New York Giants, I don't know if you guys saw real quick, David Gettleman, their general manager, retired yesterday. And about an hour before we started recording, Joe Judge was relieved of his duties as the head coach. So, oh, if I, yeah, oh, yeah. So, if I had to guess, George, I'll bounce this off you. Um, with the GM and coach gone, you got to think that Daniel Jones' days are numbered in the Big Apple, right? Oh, absolutely. Let's be real. Whoever comes in there, Daniel Jones is not their guy. I mean, right. how is that possible? Daniel Jones is not a top 20 quarterback in this league. All of a sudden, their coach wants to adapt to Daniel Jones' skill set, which, let's yeah. be real, I don't it's know if it's much of a skill set, bro. I'm just saying. I'm it's just unique. saying. So that that is going to be interesting. I, I I didn't hear about Joe Judge just to, to you. That's breaking news to me. Breaking B. news. Uh, honestly, that that's huge. Uh, we didn't even talk about it before the pod. Uh, it's it's going to be a struggle for the Giants for a while. And in this game, you know, uh, most would say it didn't matter. I would say. For us, it was a win, but also a loss because our draft pick now it's gotten down to number 11 overall, which okay. I don't know if prime quarterbacks are around that range. Uh, we talked about Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett, which mm -hmm. don't love the last name just because we previously had a kicker named Blewett and he blew it quite often. <laughs> so I will say Pickett is there. If he's there at 11, I'll, I'll do some research. Maybe I'll talk to CT about this and, and see what, we, what we're what we at with quarterbacks at, at number 11 in the draft. Um, but I'm, I'm sure there's few and far between. For sure. Well, yeah. Um, before we move on to the playoff teams, I want to ask your opinion. Um, they're going to announce the new team name on February 2nd. So we're about three weeks out. I want to know what team you want. Like, who, if you could pick, if they asked George Van Riper, what will the Washington football team be named? What's it going to be? Okay, so let me, before I get into that, let me preface with, it might as well be the Washington Catfish because that's not who the hell we are. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and choose, I think, I love how Luds just starts laughing because it took him a second to realize what I just said. Um, but... Uh, no. <laughs> But I'm gonna go. I think they're gonna go military, um, and I think they're gonna they're gonna go admirals. I'm sorry, not okay. admirals. I can't even pronounce it, bro. That's how much I don't care. But Ad admirals, admirals. All right, admirals. Okay. I I don't like generals. I I I really don't like presidents. No. Um, there's there's several names I really dislike. Commanders. In, in the majority of them. I'm sorry. Commanders. That was one. Of Commanders right? also pretty corny. Uh, I think Admirals has got to be chosen. Obviously, most of the fan base has been on the same page with, um, I'm sorry, with uh, the, the Red Wolves, right? So we right. obviously, because of copyright, we weren't able to choose that name. I was excited about the, that name just based off of having the HTTR slogan as Hail to the Red Wolves instead of Redskins. So that was a big bummer for me. I would have been able to accept that name a, a lot more than these other names. Uh, but it is what it is, man. I'm going to move forward with it. I'm, I'm a Washington fan regardless. And uh, I just hope we see a better team. Uh, I heard John Allen mention that the uniforms look phenomenal. And nice. I thought that was pretty cool. 
I think they're going to be pretty basic, kind of like what you would see from an Alabama team. Uh, but hopefully they come out with a little bit more flair. Looking forward to uh, another opportunistic year in 2022 um, and just hope for the best, bro. You know, I just that's all I can say about that. I know the Giants feel the same way, but I'll be, you know, eating Cheetos on the couch. Might as well be Terry McLaurin, dude. You know, I'm going to be chilling. I'm going to be chilling. Well, we wish you. I don't don't know if you guys. Yeah, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but the football team is kind of I'm, growing up. Dude, yes. totally cool with the football team, Lud. Seriously. Totally cool with the football team yeah. at this point. It, I like Washington football dude, team. For dude. me, honestly, on a business side, I think it's a marketing thing. I think people are trying to buy more jerseys. They could, dude, they probably want to change the name every damn year when it comes to apparel sales. You're right. When, like, I, I, I just, I think it's kind of a joke at this point. I think the fans are over it. I'm over talking about it. I know it's something that we have to go over and, and kind of make relevant because it is happening. It's a big change in the history of a Washington Redskins fan. So, yes, it, it, you know, we have to talk about it, but the fan base as a whole is just over the conversation. It's embarrassing for us to talk about, and we're just over it. Let's just get it over with. Let's change the name and move on. Yeah, let's move on to some teams that are actually in the playoffs. No disrespect to the Giants or the football team, but this is the Wild Card Weekend Playoff Spectacular. You guys probably already heard Mr. Jeff Ludlow's voice. He was a winning better on the East Feast. And, of course, for the second year in a row, his – Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing an NFC East opponent in the wild card round. Now, last year they went on the road to Washington and beat the football team. This year they won the division, so they will host the Philadelphia Eagles. Ludge, what are your thoughts? Do these Eagles give you any cause for concern coming into Tampa Bay? Uh, not at all. Not honestly, no. Speaking uh, speaking from a true Tampa Bay fan right there, brother. That, that is... There's one reason. No, not even that. Not even that. There's just one reason, okay. dude. TB12. TB12 gets it done in the playoffs. It may be close. It may be a blowout. I don't care. The Eagles aren't beating the Bucks this week. I'm sorry. Well, these two teams uh, I, matched I up back on October 14th. I believe this was a Thursday night football game, and the Bucks won 28-22. to The Bucks had a pretty big lead at halftime. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a few late rushing touchdowns, which made it a close game. But they are familiar with each other. And this game, Luds, gives me vibes of... Was that game in Philly? That game was in Philly. Correct. So, yeah, this okay. was, yeah, obviously... Bucks are tough yeah, at home. Yeah, no, they're going to be, they're gonna <laughs> be back at home. And, at home. And what's crazy, yeah. Luds, is other than the Super Bowl, of course, which was the first time in NFL history, the Bucks did not have a home playoff game last year. You guys went on the road to Washington, on the road to New Orleans, yeah. and on the road to Green Bay. So I'm sure that yeah. the fans in Tampa, a lot of them couldn't Correct. afford a Super Bowl ticket last year, let's be honest. So I'm sure they're excited <laughs> to have their team Correct. back at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I'm excited, even though I'm not going to be of going course. to the game. But I actually prefer watching it at, on my TV, man. You just get a better view. I mean, the game's fun to be at, but uh, and, and, you know, bless all the fans that got tickets and are yeah. going. But yeah, I, I I enjoy being able to leave my couch for a minute, take a piss, be right back in front of the TV. It's just easy, man. It's um, I like being at home. I enjoy it because I like hearing the commentary, like seeing the replays up and close. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you guys. Um, I, I, I trust me, I'd love to be at a Super Bowl game or a playoff game, but yeah, it's not worth the money to me. I hear you. The juice might not be worth the squeeze. When I think of the Eagles and the Cowboys, let's correct me if I'm wrong. I believe. That when the Bucks went on their Super Bowl run in 2002, they had to go to Philadelphia for the NFC Championship. And if my memory serves me correct, and it usually does, yeah. Rondé Barber had like a pick six to seal the game. Yeah, like it's wow. It might have been the biggest play in Bucks uh-huh. history, man. To be honest with you, yeah, that play, uh, Andy Reid's face was priceless. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the Bucks, the Bucks and the Eagles do have a nice playoff history. It's nice to see them clashing again. Young quarterback Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. seeing him his first playoff first start. One. Uh, Tom Brady probably in what his seventy fifth playoff start. And and, and might uh, I interrupt? Yeah, it's, to contradict it's what you're what you're saying, Lutz. Here, I'm just gonna give you some information about the Eagles and why they possibly could beat this TB12 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's go. As we all know here, Chris Godwin, AB, both gone. Yep. We just talked about how tight that matchup was earlier in the year. 
Now they're not there. And guess who was out from Philly when they played the Bucks? Dallas Goddard. Mm. I think Antonio so, was out too, buddy. Uh, I would have to check that. I don't yeah. think so. I really don't think so. I think well, he Goddard was. was still I there, dude. Was I'm just saying Philly's coming in very healthy now. They yes. they did rust. They did rest some players, which I don't necessarily agree with against the boys because that is a rivalry. But it's it's been known now that Philly kind of just lays down at the end of the year i would say which is yeah i guess that's their thing <laughs> uh, against washington last year and, and now against the boys when they know they locked in that playoff spot uh but but i think this is a closer game than you think considering that it was so close early on in the year all right george how about this i'm gonna take the vegas hat off of luds today because he's a, he's a part of the show and because you don't have a dog in this fight can i put can i make you the vegas expert today because I believe okay. right now Las Vegas has this as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of an eight and a half point favorite. Now, I think the Bucks win this game. I'll say that, but that eight and a half is enticing, George. If you're putting if you're putting your pizza money down, where are you going? I got two numbers for you, dude. Okay, six and three, and that is the Eagles' away record this year. Not bad, mm. B. Not I'm bad just saying the the team is healthy. Road dogs. They're, they're definitely in the second half of the season. We all know they're on the rise. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's rush defense is solid, but they have had games when they've given up some yards and Luds has to admit to that. Yes. Their offensive line from Philly is one of the best in the league. If they can control the ball and control the lock, uh, control the clock, I do mm-hmm. see them not winning this game, but losing by no more than a field goal. Okay. So, so George's got the plus eight and a half. 100%. Um, you know, you got JPP back. You got Shaq Barrett back. You got Which Leonard Fournette back. Pass rushers, bro. Those guys ain't stuffing the no, A and B no, no. gaps. Yeah, yeah. Dude. You just said they're the best O line in the league. I'm just well, they're one of the best. But O-lines yes, in the I mean, I get it. We'll see. All right. And uh, you know, Hertz can run. We got fast linebackers. Hopefully, Levante can go. If he can't, I understand. I think we can get by. And this do you game. think your deep coordinator but, uh, is going to game plan strictly based off Philly's rushing attack? Or do you think they're going to play more balanced? Probably more balanced, but aggressive. What do you think, B? But aggressive. Um, I, I think that the Bucks are going to do their best to make Jalen Hurts beat them with his arm. Jalen Hurts led the NFL in both yeah. rushing yards and rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Um, and although that some some of the RPO stuff, he has made some nice throws. Um, his, his, his weapons are limited. You mentioned it though. I did not know Dallas Goddard missed that game early on in October. So, so having him healthy, I think that's their number one, pass catcher. But let's not forget about Devonte Smith guys. Devonte Smith passed up who my favorite guy to get on the podcast, Deshaun Jackson this Jeez, year Jack, baby Jack for the Pop. most receiving yards by an Eagles rookie in team history. So you got the Slim Reaper out there, Luds. I'm not sure who's going to be on him, but the kid is a problem. He's got toe drag swag, and he's someone you're going to have to watch out for. I think uh, the Eagles. It's, it's not so secret though. They're going to try to pound the rock, and but yeah. something also, Luds, you got to be concerned with is them stopping the run because not only were they first in the NFL in rushing offense, um, dude, they rushed for 2,715 yards this year. 159 rush yards per game that both of those led the NFL, but they're also seventh against the run stopping it. So it's the no, it's no secret. Um, Steichen or Stitchen, I believe is their offensive coordinator. He's going to try to do what, what got them to the dance and, and, and that's pound the rock. Um, Miles Sanders is questionable in this game. So that's, that's a big question mark. He has the broken hand, but if I had to guess because it's a broken hand and not a lower body injury, I bet Miles gives it a go. But you still got Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, those damn guys self. are great backs. Yeah. Yeah. Barton's, yeah. Here, here's the thing about the Bucks rushing defense. Okay. You can't run inside on them. Vita Vey is too big. You got Sue there, two big bodies. They bottle it up. Will Golston's on mm-hmm. the line. A lot of these teams, if you notice, they try to bounce it to the outside. Mm-hmm. In the last three games, we have given up some rushing yards. Not having Levante there on the outside, having that extra speed hurts. So that's why I'm hoping he plays. Um, so I think they can gain a little rushing yards. I want to know what you guys think. Philly rushing um, as a team, 125 rushing yards. Over. 
Yes, uh, over, over or under. I, yeah, I, I got I got him over over um 125 lugs because although the Buccaneers wow. were third in the NFL allowing only 92 rush yards per game, something I saw that was a little startling is the Buccaneers allowed eight 100 yard rushers this year. Last year's Super Bowl team only Sweet allowed man. four the entire season, so they've allowed mm-hmm. double the amount of 100 yard yeah. rushers. So if I had to guess. The Eagles are the best in the business at pounding the rock. I think they get number nine, whether it's whether it doesn't matter. It could, it could be Miles. It could be Jordan. It could be Jalen. I think they get a hundred yard rusher. And then I think the others chip in for the extra 25, 30. How about you, George? Yeah. I mean, it, it's tough um, with, with uh, Vita, Vea, and who's the other D tackle there? Lutz. Stu. Stu. Okay. Stu. 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 So, so they're going to have to, yeah. Not necessarily run up field. I, I think their technique should be holding on as many blockers as they can and let the linebackers run free. If those linemen like Lane Johnson and others start getting up field to the backers, you guys are in trouble. Uh, yeah. if, if that does happen, then I guarantee you it's over 125, possibly upwards to 150 yards. And then we'll start talking about this is, this is a game. And, and let's be real. We all know that the Eagles aren't a balanced attack. They're putting up these numbers based off of percentage plays. They're running the ball. Yeah. Now we'll see what happens with play action. Uh, let's see if, let's see if Tampa Bay's DBs, uh, you know, get shook a little bit, get faked out and maybe they get a deep ball or two. But at the end of the day, outside of the running attack, Philly doesn't have much. Again, Devontae, he'll get his. But I, I don't see Jalen in a two-minute nonstop throwing the ball and making hot routes and reads and, and different audibles and, yeah. and, and figuring out this defense as fast as everyone might think of from a, from a Philly standpoint. I think it's a fair point. Luz, what do you think as far as you guys to flip it? I told you that the Eagles are in top 10 in this league and, and stopping the run. I love Javon Hargrave, uh, Fletcher Cox up front. Mm-hmm. Can the Bucks mm-hmm. with, which, I mean, will Leonard Fournette be 100%? I don't know, but he's going to be in uniform. But will the Bucks run game help out Tom Brady? Not that Tom Brady needs any help. He's still the GOAT, but he has a depleted receiving core. Yeah, he does. I uh, I think uh, getting Fournette back helps tremendously. Uh, I mean, look at... Uh, I have to look up his numbers, but I know he's got a lot of catches. I mean, Tom looks for him, yeah, and not even on third down. He'll look for him first down, second down. Uh, Fournette's got some hands. Uh, he dropped a few passes last year, so it's nice to see him this year bouncing back. He's made some nice catches. He makes people miss. Uh, I'm just really, as you could tell, excited to get Fournette back. Uh, I think Rojo's actually ruled out already really? this game, so... Yeah, I think we have Keyshawn Vaughn as our backup mm. running back. So, like I said, I'm very Is happy Vaughn, to see uh, for twenty one. He's our rookie. He scored. I think he's twenty one. Uh, he's he's quick. I think I, I think I I know who that is. He's quick. Yeah. He he he's good, but like he just he's not <laughs> he's not ready for. No, a playoff no, he's like a, he's that. a young like, kid for, from uh, yeah, from Vanderbilt, um, but no, he's not ready for the stage. So yeah. so Luz, what you're telling me so, is perhaps Leonard Fournette coming off of what injury was it? I think he had an ankle or something with his and lower so, body. So a lower, lower body, body injury in your yeah. first game back against a quality defensive right. opponent, you're going to trust a less than healthy guy to How not re, re-injure that? He's tough, man. How he's long tough, has he been man. out? If he gets How? injured, if he gets injured, he gets injured. But How long? if he's a go, he's going to go hard. How long has he been out, Liz? Not at least a month, I want to say. Um, no, no, like three weeks, three I'm weeks. Just... They've been resting him. I think he could have gone last week. He will, man. But we, they, you we know, know that ready. boy is already yeah. thick, bro. Three weeks on the couch, dude. Mm-hmm. I think this my guy might be out of shape a little mm-hmm. bit is all I'm trying to say. You might I, see a Arians, little bit of – Arians has been around a while, dude. You might see a little blunt out of that dude here shortly oh. is all I'm trying to say, bro. <laughs> Some LeGarrette? Uh, LeGarrette? Which also Hurtling? hollered at my ex-girlfriend out of Wells Fargo. So shout out to, to, to LeGarrette. I like, I like that you personalized that story, George. Appreciate <laughs> I that. that. Dude, I remember the day she said that. She was like, yeah, this Bucks guy uh, – <laughs> George, I think I was there the day she was talking about it. Hey, girl. Hey. Shout out to Legarrette Blunt, but Luds, I'm. That's all. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to put some some type of injury hex on you and pretend like Leonard Fournette isn't a tough guy. But if for some reason he retweaks that ankle or re-injures whatever is going on in his lower body, yeah, that's big trouble, man. Yeah. But we'll, we'll it see. is. It is. Um, I, I'm not going to say Vaughn is some stud, but Vaughn's shown some flashes. He's got some hands. He can make some people miss. I like Vaughn. Um, I don't think they're really going to rely on the run that much this game, man. I think Tom Brady's going to be throwing. 
To uh, who, believe it or not, Cyr- Cyril no. Grayson. Oh. <laughs> that, that's the gets hey. his name. I don't. Hey, don't hate this name, man. He's been around a while. He's been with the Bucks before. Perryman, dude. I don't know if you saw Rashad that catch Perryman. Perryman had. I think yeah, he, on that side. He was with the Ravens, had, right? Toe Ravens? tap. He had. He's bounced he? around. No, he was with the Jets. Jets. He's, for probably, a bit, he's bounced around. He was with the Bucks. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's fast though, man. He's got some speed. And hey, you can hate on Grayson, but the guy's been playing hard. He's been making some nice. Zero plays. Grayson, I don't want to hate uh, on Zero Grayson. I'm a fan Cam of the kid. Break. But Ludge, do you know that he has as yeah. many college football snaps as the three of us? He never. He didn't play. He no, didn't I play college football. Man, he's yeah. a sprinter. Yeah. That's what's impressive. That's what's impressive about it, man. I mean, he's worked his way up. Tom Brady likes him. He trusts I him. I know. He's made some flash plays. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, dude. He's just a name. Like I'm not know, worried he's, about. He's not going to go out there and win a as game. As much as I'm but, worried about TB12's yeah. game plan, because we all know he's going to be ready to go. He knows exactly Gronk. what Philly's going to be doing. He's already got it all Gronk. dissecting and all that. It, it's it's not necessarily the athletes on the field. I think in this game, I think it's like you said from the from the get go, bro. TB12, man, it, it is what it is. It's yeah. experience for sure. It's experienced the Gronk connection. Gronk's fully healthy. He's feeling good. He's going to look for Gronk. He's going to look for Evans. Dude, what? If I'm uh, Evans if I'm had a YouTube. great game last week. Uh, hey, Evans, I did want to shout out shout out Evans, Mike Evans. Uh, I think it's eight years straight thousand. with a thousand plus Impressive. yards. Impressive. Passed up Randy Moss. I think he tied Randy Moss last year wow. with seven. And uh, yeah, he eight stayed straight healthy, thousand man. yards. He's seasons. been a player, man. He's been a player. He's a, um he's had some bad hamstring issues, so he's missed every year. He's yeah, missed a game or two here and there. You know, he gets bro, he's NFL up. healthy. He is there, dude. man. Yeah, he's, nobody, nobody does yeah, that. Yeah, he's reliable. He's reliable. And the tight ends are all there, Luds. You, you and, still got depth with yeah. Cameron Brayton, OJ Howard, right behind Gronk. That's the thing, and you see how many injuries this team's had, and you can still see how kind of deep we are. I mean, we still have some weapons. You know, it's it's scary. No, we, we haven't even it's, mentioned uh, um, Tyler Johnson. And and also mm-hmm. um, Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, a huge catch in the yeah. NFC Championship against the Packers up in Lambeau last year. Yep, yep. And if you saw him last week, they gave him a End they, around. like gave him a little screen pass or yeah, a little yeah, and he took it to the house. Man, he's fast. And Luz, now that you do mention um, I Rashad think... Perryman, I remember he, didn't he get the game winning touchdown in overtime against Buffalo? Yes, okay. yes. That 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 one he took yeah. to the house. Man, he's fast. Like. Um, Tom Brady just knows where to put the ball, dude. And like I said from the beginning, like George said, it's experience, man. I mean, you got Jalen Hurts in his first playoff game on the road yes. against the Super Bowl champs. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think it could be a competitive game. I just don't see the Eagles winning. The stat that puts the nail in the coffin for me, guys, is the Philadelphia Eagles, although they had a winning record and went to the playoffs, which is very impressive because I think we all thought that they would be the New York Giants of this division this year, and they would go 4-13 and 13 and maybe be clearing house. But, guys, and Eagles fans, I love you, but you were 0-6 against playoff teams this year. That includes getting swept by my Dallas Cowboys. So I think that record goes to 0-7, and, and I think we're unanimous. Um, the NFC East feast is on the Bucks, But I think we all got a closer game than Vegas thinks. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, I think that wraps up. Uh, you got um, you being the Bucks fan. Anything else you want to go over um, in this uh, this matchup? Yeah. Um, just sure. real quick. Um, hopefully, there's no injuries. I just hope my team gets through it with yeah. no injuries. Uh, hopefully, they don't look into too far into next week. Hopefully, they're Arians has that team uh, focused. And one thing I did want to mention earlier when you guys were talking about head coaches losing their jobs. I hate when a head coach loses his job right now because I think the Bucks could lose two coordinators. Uh, Byron Leftwich is already interviewing with some teams. Um, he could be a head coach candidate and my boy Todd Bowles on the defense. I'd hate to lose Todd Bowles. Um, I think he had an interview as well. Uh, these two guys could be gone, and um, that can really hurt us next year. Even if Tom Brady stays, just to learn a new offense, get a new offensive coordinator. Right. It's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. I, I don't think if Tom Brady stays, I, did want to bring that leave, up. I think it will be okay. Um but if they can get another yeah. ring with Brady, why would you leave that year? I mean, there's only so many years left. So yeah, even even if they fall short this year, I still think he comes back one more season because he did sign a third year right. extension. I think after the season, so he is he is actually signed into next season. So I do think he is back for at least one more season. All right. Well, like you said, we don't want to look ahead too much, but just one nugget before we get to the second wild card game. If the winner of the first wild card game, we just went over. By the way, guys, I'm sure you all know this, but that, that game will be 1 p.m. on Sunday. 
on Fox. Uh, so be sure to tune into Eagles Bucks. If the Buccaneers were to pull off that victory, and then the game we're about to talk about, my Dallas Cowboys were to pull off a victory, guess what? We're going to have a good old-fashioned rematch of week one, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to come see Tom Brady again. And I just get I literally just got goosebumps saying that. But not so fast, yeah. my friend. Let's talk about what the Cowboys will have to do, and that's take care of business against the San Francisco 49ers. Guys, I was fearing going into Week 18 playing the Arizona Cardinals again because of how they beat it, beat my Cowboys a couple weeks back. But as I'm watching these Week 18 430 games close, I'm seeing the Cardinals lose to the Seahawks. And I'm watching the San Francisco 49ers beat the Rams in L.A. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't want to play either of them. Now we're playing the 49ers. Guys, guess what? The San Francisco 49ers, since um, November, they are 8-3. and three. That's the best record in the NFC. So all of a sudden, we're playing <laughs> the hottest team in the league. Hot. And I'm not going to lie, I'm yeah. nervous. Yeah, dude, I'm 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 really excited that Bucks didn't end up having to match up against them, dude. This they physical I would be nervous. I would be nervous, man. This is a physical football yeah. team, and although I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a world beater, this is a coach and a quarterback that were in the Super Bowl just two years ago. So they've 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 walked this road before. It's uh yeah, it's 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 a little nerve wracking. The 49ers are a physical football team. Um, they, they run the ball. Uh, Elijah Mitchell has been a revelation for them. They drafted him in the sixth round out of Louisiana Tech. He's their leading rusher. Physical running back, runs behind his pads, um, catches the ball to the backfield, um, even picks up blitzes. He's really a complete third, uh, th- three-down back. And they also have uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., Joe Michael Hasty. They, they have a, a, a pretty good stable of running backs. And Jimmy G isn't slow. He'll take off a little bit. And you never know, maybe Trey Lance might get like a special package or two. So it's no secret the Dallas Cowboys are going to have to stop the run. The Niners um, average 127 rush yards per game. That is seventh in the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys allow 112 rush yards a game. We're 16th. So we're middle of the pack, and they are you know one of the better rushing teams in the league. Uh, George, again, a, a non a non-bias opinion from you. As a fan of the East, when you look at this game, my Dallas Cowboys are favored by three. What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, man. Uh, before I answer that, I just want to preface. I mean, this is probably the biggest game of the weekend. You're talking about, oh, if yeah. people forget this, I mean, they're the most two historic franchises in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't realize yeah. how good both these franchises were back in the day. Um, I'm sure they do because they'd like to talk yeah. about it. Um, but I but I will say 40 years ago this week, Joe Montana threw Clark. The, the catch <laughs> and defeated the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship. And Great after that, sense. Ed Too Tall Jones looked at – After that catch, Too Tall Jones looked at Montana and said, you just beat America's team. And when Montana responded – he said, well, you can sit on your ass with the rest of America to watch Super Bowl. And I don't think oh, everybody ouch. I don't think any everybody forgets about that. When it comes to oh, one of the it's been a while since this team or both these teams have been years. relevant at the same time, man. It's Ooh. it's gonna be super exciting this game. I'm super excited based off of the history. Um, I think both are great teams. I think, like you said, the Niners are really hot. Uh again. T.O. with the star, bro, against the night with the Niners. Like, shout out to George T for knocking his ass off that star. <laughs> so there's some serious I, history. I, there's some serious I, history. I love there. the drama, man. Yeah. I love the drama in this game. Uh, but B, when you asked the the minus three, if is that was that the question? Is it a legitimate Correct. spread, or do you think? Okay, so minus I, three Cowboys right now. I think the boys they got to do it, man. If they don't do it, let's go. If they don't do it, then it's there's going to be. Dude, there's going to be blood in the streets. It's not going to be bro. good. They, they, they got to do this. They finally got to surpass where they were with Romo. They, they got to get over the Des Bryant catch. They just, they oh. got to, they got to do it, dude. And 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 I, I hope for the best for B. Wills and his sanity in this game. 
And I, uh, I'm taking the boys, man. I'm, I'm taking. Let's go. I'll, I'll say minus three on the button. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take Zeke right now. I think Zeke is hungry. I, I, you know, I, I need Dak here. I knew he threw five touchdowns last week, but let's be real, it didn't matter based off Philly's yeah. outs. And I don't think that helped the boys. I will say that from Philly sitting their squad and not getting tested a little bit for the 49ers game. Agreed. But I don't think this matters. I think the boys win this game by three. Uh, final score, tough battle, 23 to 20. 23 20. All right, Luz, before I let you jump in, George, I want to piggyback on how you were talking about the historical um, significance of this rivalry. I did not realize it was 40 years ago Dwight Clark made the catch, one of the greatest plays in NFL wow. history. Joe Montana, or Montana, as you so appropriately said. Amazing <laughs> throw by him. Montana, um, baby. Where does that from? Is that time, the water boy. That's from the water boy. Yeah, yeah. The all time record Montana. between the Cowboys and 49ers, guys 17, 17, and 1. It doesn't get more even than that. But my Dallas Cowboys have a 5-2 to two advantage during playoff games. The only two games they lost were that catch to Dwight Clark. And the year, if you remember the year Steve Young won his only Super Bowl, the, the 49ers beat Troy Aikman's Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So they've won a couple big games. But, dude, this makes me think of, as you said, Montana, Dwight Clark. Steve Young, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, the triplets. They were such it was crazy as Deion Sanders won a Super Bowl with the 49ers in 94, mm -hmm. then came over to the Cowboys and won it the very next year in Dallas. So there's just so many big names, so many stars. I'm excited that these two teams are matching up, but but I'm nervous. I got some good stats that I'll get into in a little bit. But Luds, where are you leaning with this one? How do you uh are you worried about uh, McCarthy? I'm worried about his at all. clock management. Like a play calling no, clock ability. Management. Clock management. Huge. It's got to be something in the back oh, yeah. of your mind, dude. I would be really worried about McCarthy going into this I game. Am. And I think if they lose, man, I think McCarthy's job might be uh -oh. on the line. I'm not going to lie to you. Because you saw what Dan Quinn did with that team when he mm -hmm. was out. No, Lud, you, you talked now, about your coordinators being interviewed. Both Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore you. are also getting interviews. I like, I like I'm Kellen Moore, you, man, bro. Just, I like Kellen Moore, dude. Yeah. A lot. I like him too. So going into this game in the, what you guys have seen in the past several years in the playoffs, what teams usually make it to the Super Bowl and what teams usually make a nice run teams that are hot right going into the playoffs. What team is hot right now going into the playoffs? The San Fran 49ers. They can run the ball. Garoppolo doesn't turn the ball over a lot. And what does your defense rely the on? Turnover. Turnovers. This game, ah, B, you know I love you. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might be the lone wolf. I think oh! I am the lone wolf here. I love what Dak's done this year. No disrespect to the Cowboys. I think they fell into a tough, hot team right now. The 49ers are clicking. They're tough on oh. defense. They are. They are very tough. The D-line. Nick, Nick Bosa. It's going to be a close one, dude. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close one. I don't think this is a blowout by any means either way. I got it at 28-25. 49ers win on a field goal. Interesting story. A late, late. A late Robbie Gold field goal. And again, guys, can you believe that Robbie yes. Gold is still in the NFL? That's, that's kind of a, kind of a funny story. 28-25. I think Cowboys lose a heartbreaker, bro. Cowboys lose this a game. heartbreaker. Man, Luds, that that stings. Um, like, like we said, we talked about Mike McCarthy and his poor clock management skills. Uh, something else that I think could come back to bite us in this game. The Dallas Cowboys are the most penalized team in the National Football League. You got to clean that up, Coach, going into this week. We, we cannot afford these sloppy penalties. Um, we maybe can't even afford to have Anthony Brown on the field because he's good for a DPI or two. Um, somebody who, put, who strikes the fear of God into my heart is one Debo Samuel, who... I don't know if he's a wide receiver where he had 1,400 yards receiving. I don't know if he's a running back where he had yeah. six rushing touchdowns. The guy is a weapon. Yeah. He is a Swiss Army knife, and he is elite. And as much as – like, it would not surprise me if it is 28 to 25 in the fourth quarter, Luds, and my boy Trayvon Diggs takes a pick six because that's what he does. He makes big plays in big moments. Yeah. But what he also yeah. does is he gets burnt. And I do not want Trayvon Diggs on an island with Debo Samuel. That that is that's fearful, yeah. man. Um, 
George yeah. Kittle, one of the best, if not the best, tight ends in the league. I do have some athletic linebackers with Micah and Keanu Neal and Leighton Vanderess, but I still don't want to see any of them matched up with Kittle one-on-one. I already talked about the 49ers running game, but what gives me confidence, guys, and although Jimmy G has went to a Super Bowl and Dak Prescott has, exact, has exactly one playoff win, that one playoff win was at home head-to-head against Russell Wilson. And if my guy, Dakota Rain Prescott, can beat Russell Wilson in a playoff game, I think he can beat Jimmy Garoppolo. If I were to give you, if I were to take away the 52 other players on these teams, and I told you Sunday at 425 on CBS, Dak Prescott is going to take on Jimmy Garoppolo one-on-one. All y'all are going to give my boy Dak Prescott that nod. Dak Prescott had, as you said, George, five touchdown passes against the Philadelphia Eagles. 37 touchdowns this year. That broke Tony Romo's all-time record. A lot of people have been chirping this week about these records this year because there's an 18th game. They don't stand. They're not relevant. Well, guess what, guys? If you remember, Dak Prescott missed one game this year. So he played the same amount of games as everyone else has ever played, and he set the all-time record. Dak Prescott this year, guys, outside of the numbers, Dak, that's when he's most lethal, when he's rolling out. 23 touchdowns, only two interceptions. The 49ers' defense is very susceptible. Their their secondary is their weakness. They've allowed 15 touchdowns outside the numbers. They've only had two interceptions. So I want to see Dak Prescott rolling out. Part of rolling out is getting the running game going. I hope Tony Pollard and Zeke are healthy. We need them. We need to use our passing game, which was second in the NFL at 280 yards per game. We need to have the pass built off the run. I fear if Nick Bosa and that strong defensive front of the San Francisco 49ers can somehow shut down Zeke and Tony Pollard, I think it's going to be a long game. But I'm banking on us being able to at least run the football a little bit because then that can open up the passing game where we are absolutely lethal. Lethal, excuse me. And if this game is tight down the stretch, a stat that I absolutely love is the Dallas Cowboys lead the NFL with only 38 seconds in between plays. We are a good, hurry-up, no-huddle offense. So that can negate the poor clock management of Mike McCarthy. If it's a two-minute drill, and it's 28 to 25, as Lud says, with 90 seconds left on the clock, I like putting the ball in my quarterback's hands. And I, I obviously, I think the Cowboys are going to win. Guys, you, you know that I wasn't going to come on this podcast and, and pick the Dallas Cowboys to lose this game. But I think it's close. I think Vegas is right. I will go with the push. I've got the Cowboys 30 to 28. I like it. George, I like you it. Final score on this one. I think. You yeah, I, I I gave it twenty twenty three. I think it's it's going to be a battle. But like you said, with Garoppolo and Dak, yeah, I'm taking Dak all day. But if I'm taking McCarthy over Shanahan, I'm taking Shanahan all day. And I'm not just talking about Shanahan health and longevity <laughs> because we all know McCarthy's pretty close there. Um, but he's a robot. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is has been hot. Um, and I, I think that he's starting to find a rhythm with Garoppolo and, and more so than, than a player standpoint, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach and he just beat your boy, Sean McVay yeah. or my boy. Cause I love Sean McVay yeah. and with the Rams. Yes. So the, the most worry I have is, is game planning to get, um, to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, to I, get into the playoffs. I mean, I'm still taking the boys, win, but I'm most worried about the game plan going into this game. Not no so much the athletes. When it comes just to athletes on the field, the Cowboys have more of them. Correct. And we, as you said, Luds, we live and die by the turnover. So I need Trayvon Diggs, who led the NFL with 11 interceptions this year. Micah Parsons yeah. got a, a bonus week off because of the COVID. I need Micah Parsons. I need Demarcus Lawrence. I need Randy. What Gregor. about your boy Brown? Anthony Brown? No. I told you I love boss man fat. <laughs> Kelvin Joseph. <Should've laughs> yeah, inter- let's go. He should have had an interception last week. I don't know if y'all saw the ball bounce off his hands and somehow Devontae Smith caught it, which was unbelievable. <laughs> but, I mean, if it's not Trayvon yeah. Diggs, I got Jordan Lewis. I've got J. Ron Curse, Donovan Wilson. These guys, these names are probably. Who's covering who's Kittle? Who's covering Kittle? If I had to guess, dude, it, in a clutch situation. I want my best athlete, which is the Lion, Micah Parsons. But I can't have him covering all game because I need Micah Parsons to rush the quarterback. Exactly. So maybe Keon O'Neal, who is a converted safety, um, would have some success there. In fact, to be honest with you, um, Ludge, excuse me. Nobody's covering Kittle. I bet George Kittle has eight Kittle's going to get his, bro. He's going to get his. (laughs) I mean, yeah. 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 
If yeah. anything, if we can contain Debo Samuel and make George Kittle beat us, I think that would be a successful game plan. Yeah. What we need to do is they run the ball, man. They, they run yeah, the they football, run the ball, man. And so. the Cowboys are average at best yeah. against the run. What we do have an advantage is red zone offense. The Niners, when they get down into the red zone, they struggle to get the ball in pay dirt. So Robbie Gold kicks a lot of field goals. The Dallas Cowboys, guys, have 11 straight trips to the red zone where they have scored a touchdown. That's the longest streak in Dallas Cowboys history dating back 25 years. When this team sniffs the end zone, they get in. Um, and also, I'm, I'm going to keep bragging because this might be the last week I get to do it. Dallas Cowboys are the first team in the history of the National Football League, guys. They've been doing this for 100 years. You have a 4,000-yard passer, Dak Prescott, a 1,000-yard rusher, Ezekiel Elliott, a 1,000-yard receiver, C.D. Lamb, a player with 10 or more picks, Trayvon Diggs, and a player with 10 or more inter, um, 10 or more sacks, Micah Parsons. I wonder who found that. Great, great say, stat. I wonder who found that stat. Great stat, how to be a good? How to, I, I did nice. see that on Instagram, and I was like, I guarantee you, a Cowboys fan nice, found that man. stat because that's got to be a difficult stat to find. <laughs> oh, we were digging, we were digging yeah. deep on that one, and it, we <laughs> we even needed an 18th week to do it. God damn it! But but we did it. Cooper, hey, Cooper didn't have a thousand yards. No, but Cooper was at like nine thirty. But wow. he, missed, a lot of, he, he had a lot of drops. That's he had a lot of drops, dude. That's the only reason why he. Yeah, good call, man. Yeah. And, and we'll see, man. We're as healthy as we've been all season. We're, when you line up, um, excuse me, excuse me, all due respect to Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup against the Washington football team, I believe it was, um, went up for a catch, tore his ACL mid-catch, came down and actually scored the touchdown. That speaks volumes about Michael so Gallup. Guys, we're going to lose Michael Gallup. He's a, he's a free agent. I think he played his last game um, with a star in his helmet. But let's do it for Gallup. But, but Cedric Wilson is filled in nicely. He's a good third receiver. So when we line up, I like Wilson. He's nice. I like Wilson. I, I forgot to mention him. Yeah, he's been real nice, dude. And Dak he likes does. him. He, he's a, he's like a trusted like weapon. That, yeah. So when you, when you line up, yeah. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson, we've got Blake Jarwin back to pair with George's handsome doppelganger, Dalton Schultz. We've got as healthy as they can be, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. we got a healthy offensive line with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. There's no excuses, guys. I don't know who will be on the pod next week. It's the three of us if it's just me. But I will face America next week, win, lose, or draw. And if the Dallas Cowboys lose this football game, there is no excuses. I'm not going to pin it on Mike McCarthy. I'm not going to pin it on Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore. I might pin it on Greg Zerline because I hate his guts unless he proves me wrong. But to wrap this up, the Dallas Cowboys, I love this team, man. We talked about how Lutz's defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator are probably going to get plucked away from him. The Jaguars tried to interview Dan Quinn. He turned that down, but he's getting interviewed for like the Bears, the Broncos, the Vikings. But the one thing that I saw that sums up what I feel in my in my plums when I watch this team in the postgame locker room, Dan Quinn pulled Kellen Moore aside after the game last week into his office. And he went through a mock interview process because he said, kid, I'm going to teach you how to get a job in this league. And I think that speaks volumes nice. that he wants to help this young offensive coordinator get a job. And that's what I think about this team, man. I'm not a huge fan of our head coach, but I'm a huge fan of the heartbeat of the Dallas Cowboys. I think we are one team on one page with one goal, and it's one week at a time. Like I said, I don't want to jump ahead. Luds, I hope that you and I are staring each other in the face next week, watching the Bucks and the Cowboys part two. But I think we get the job done in San Francisco. How about them Cowboys? Hey, real quick, we gotta we gotta pick those other games real fast. You wanna, you wanna run so, through the whole playoff lineup? Real real quick, guys. Okay, so Saturday, Saturday, you got the Raiders at the Bengals. I'm taking of the Bengals. Of course you are your favorite team. <laughs> of course. Oh, Bengals all day. Joe Burrow for MVP. Yep. George, what you got? I'll take the Bengals, I guess. I don't I yeah. All right. It would it would pain you so to take the Joe Smooge, bro. Joe Smooth is just yeah. that guy. He's that the guy. man. Yeah. Late. Late night game, late night game, Saturday night, eight fifteen on CBS. You got the Patriots at the Bills. That and you guys talked about the Niners and the boys being being some history, but you got two divisional rivals for years uh, going at it in Buffalo. Who do you guys got this game? I got the Bills going against big in this game. Yeah, big, big, big. Wow, George, I think surprising. I think I I think the Bills, and I thought about this at the start of the year. 
I think they're a serious Super Bowl contender. The Bills are. I I think that they slumped a little bit mid year, but if they get right, I don't see a lot of teams competing with them. Yeah. The the Bills just beat them recently, right? Yes. Was it last week? Week before? Um, and I think you, I think Bills Mafia is going to be all over. Oh, they're going crazy. Mac Jones in the past. Yeah. Uh, the Bills are getting hot. Like I agree with George. They went through a little slump. I think the Patriots are going through a little funk, dude. They've lost like two or two out of their last three, three out of their last four. Um, give me the Bills. I'm with George here. I'm taking the Bills. I'm unanimous, guys. I think that game where the Patriots beat the Bills this year, if you guys remember, it was a snowstorm on Monday night, and Mac Jones threw the ball three times, and the Patriots won. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the post-game yeah. press conference, but Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. I got a good stat for you guys. The Buffalo Bills are the first team in like 20 years to have the number one defense in the league and not have a pro bowler on defense. I think that's disrespectful to Buffalo. Wow. I think the media was disrespectful yeah. to Buffalo, and it caused Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer to walk off of the set because of the disrespectful questions. I think that I think that burns them in their soul. And I think they take it out in the Patriots on Saturday night. George, I'm with you. I kind of like the Bills big now. Jordan Poyer uh, might have the finest wife in, in the league. All right, everybody, too, uh, everybody Google Jordan yeah. Poyer's wife when you're done here. Yeah. Uh, okay, next game, guys. We've already talked about that game. I think we're all on the Bucks. Uh, that's the yep. 1 o'clock game Sunday. We just talked about the 4.30 game, Niners at the boys on the Lone Wolf. Um, the late night game, Delhi's Steelers making it oh. in on the road no. against the Kansas City Hot Chiefs right now. Who do you guys Let got? Let me start this on this one, and I want to start off by saying, Aaron Nardelli, I fucking love you. I love everything you've done to help out this podcast this year. I love doing the Born Again Daily podcast with you, and I am so happy that the Pittsburgh Steelers made the playoffs for not only you, but your father. And that's where the love stops. Kansas City Chiefs are going to whoop your ass. I'm done. Yeah, and and wow, that was great, B. And, and we love you, Deli. And uh, yeah, man, I don't want to say anything rude, really. I just uh, I'm gonna take the cheese, man. Next, all right. <laughs> I think I think Deli knows it. I think Deli knows deep down. Uh, I'm just really happy for Big Me Ben. Too. I want to give Big Ben a shout out. Oh, what a long, great career. Um, never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. That's kind of crazy. Shout out to Mike Tomlin, Not too. Once. Yeah. Not once. Uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin was a big part Shout of that. Shout out to Heath Shore. Uh, that's impressive, man. <laughs> with all the injuries you deal with in the NFL and all the running backs he's been through and all the receivers. And, and uh, yeah, and, uh, just <laughs> never, to never have a losing season. You want to talk about an organization uh, like the Cowboys, like the Niners, like Mine's the Packers. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh's right there, man. The steel curtain. Deontay Johnson. Um, unfortunately, I am with you guys. I am going to take the Chiefs this game. Uh, I think we're unanimous with Kansas City at home. Yeah. Yeah. Delhi, we, we love And them. then, yeah. <laughs> Going into the last game, Monday night. Um, I don't remember a playoff game. First time ever. Night. This is the first guys... time ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this game is on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, which may be what? Peyton and Eli. And, uh, yeah, they get it. And yep. Eli? Yeah, that might be pretty cool. Uh, you got the Cardinals at the Rams. Um, what what did they do this season against each other? The two games they played, did they split? I believe they split. Man, Rams just lost a tough game. Uh, I'll start off with this one, I guess. Um, I what's just, the spread, lads? Pro, pro, what's the I, spread of this? Do we know this? Yet? Do we know I, that? I don't know. Uh, the Rams are favored. I know that the Rams are the Rams are at home. Um, although they're coming off of a loss. Um, I, th- I think they have a they have an advantage. I got the spread uh, right here. And the Rams are favored by oh shoot, sorry guys, by four. Excuse me, three, probably three, four. four? No, L A minus four. Wow. I'll probably take that spread. I think the Rams get it done. Uh, Stafford, believe it or not, has turned the ball over quite a bit the last. He's few like weeks. seventeen picks this um, year, man. I just don't see them being able to stop Cooper Cup. Nobody's been able to stop that guy this year. Um, I just think the Rams' defense is good enough to get it done. I, I take the Rams in this game uh, Monday night at home. Yeah. Sean McVay, you know, is going to be hyped up. Uh, what do you guys got in this game? George? Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, I think the Rams, I think our last six games are like 5-1 and one right now. And uh, I, I, I just – 
I love the Cardinals. I don't know why they just choose to all of a sudden shut down and and, and lose a bunch of games in the mid middle of the season. Um, I think their talent's there. I think the defense is great, but I love Sean McVay. I really do. I got a thing for Shawnee, and I think he puts he a good game. From, he, he's he's a he's a redskin. He is a redskin, and uh, we lost him. And I, I'm still hurt by that. But I'm going to take the Rams here. I agree with Luds. I love Cup. I think they got a great defensive front. And uh, I'm going to take them. I'll take about one point, dude. I think this is a game-ending field goal. I'll say 30-31. to 30-31. George has Matt Gay with the game-winning field goal there. Um, uh, you guys both said the name. I'll echo it. Cooper Cup had the triple crown this year, guys. Most catches, most yards, most touchdowns in the NFL. The guy's an absolute monster. Odell Beckham. All of a sudden, revived his career in Sean McVay's offense. And um, Cam Akers ruptured his Achilles back in training camp. He came back. The Cam Akers is an absolute weapon that um, has been unaccounted for the entire year. On the defensive side, you got Jalen Ramsey, who's going to take away your best player. You've got maybe the best interior defensive tackle of all time in Aaron Donald. J.J. Watt is back for Arizona, so that that is a plus. But no, I, I don't even think this game is incredibly competitive. I think the Rams get out to an early lead and lean on Cam Akers and Sony Michelle in that running game. I got the Rams 27, Cardinals 20. I like it. I'll, I'll pony on that. I like that score, B. I didn't give a score, but I like that. 27-20. This is fun, um, guys. Yeah. Lux, thanks for running through all yeah. those games, man. That was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a nice little yeah, cherry. Yeah, no problem. I, am I the, am I, I'm the only one picking an upset. You got the Niners. I think we're all in agreement on all these wow. games. The favorites, got the Niners over the boys. I mean, hey, we got we yeah. can't cancel. Somebody out. on the road's got to win, and I'm sure there the, will be yeah. an upset. There will be an upset this weekend. There's got to be, yeah. And it's kind of cool because these are two of the most controversial games of the games we talked about. Absolutely. I mean, maybe this last one a bit, but uh, the the Bucks. I mean, I think they take care of business. You can't have like controversy without the NFC East. And I appreciate y'all rocking with us the entire season. Oh yeah. Um, I know I will at least be back next week. Even if both of the NFC East teams lose, I will recap those games. I'm hoping. I am hoping for our fans that at least one, if not both, of these teams win. Of course, Luz, you know I want that dream matchup because um, you you remember. <laughs> Me too. You remember. When the Bucks won with that Ryan Suckup field goal, thirty-one to twenty-nine, way back in September, all that Dak Prescott said to Tom Brady as he embraced is, "We'll see y'all again, and we'll see y'all again next yeah. week." Usually, I shout NFC East feast at the end, but I just want to remind y'all that we're from the pit, not the palace. <laughs> Peace. 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 Peace.